Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode 189. I'm Ryan Thogmartin. That is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison. And this is the Funeral Profession's only weekly news show. Like, if you want to know what's happening in the profession and what the pulse is, this is where you tune in. There's imitators and then there's originators. And uh, this is it, brother. Yeah, this is uh, where you can find out what's going on up to date. In fact, we just got a message in not too long ago. We're going to chat about it here in a few moments. That's right. And, uh, you know, oftentimes we give some pretty good commentary and get feedback from other people who listen to us. And uh, it's a great thing. So you're outdoors right now? I am. It's finally some sunshine here in the, the, the Ohio Valley. So I'm soaking it up while I can. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, we're uh, here in Phoenix. We're going to make a hundred before the week's out. So wow. welcome to the summertime. Well, yeah. speaking of summertime and doing great, C&J Financial. You know what? We can't make this show run without them. And I just love working for them. We are coming up with a new program that will roll out here soon. I'm very excited about it. And basically from a cash flow perspective, we're seeing that funeral homes are really uh, starting to struggle. Well, we're seeing revenue per call is dropping and uh, the bills keep coming. You know, the overheads yeah. don't necessarily change. That payment to the bank, you know, with some folks with SBA has been great because they've been getting a reprieve. However, it's employees and everything else to take care of. So uh, we're looking forward to doing some really interesting cash flow analysis for our clients and for folks who aren't clients and like to just talk a little bit. So if you're not using CNJ, um, just remember the funeral isn't over till you get paid. And if you got th anything over 30 days, that's a long funeral. That's right. What the heck are you doing? Yeah. What's, all, what's that all about? With some hot, fresh news, Ryan, how about share it with us from the Funeral Service Foundation? Yeah. So the Funeral Service Foundation, we had the, the foundation on a few weeks ago. I think it was episode 186 or 87 where we talked about the COVID-19 fund that they are putting together. Uh, they have now opened that fund up. So if you need grant assistance and money, you can now apply uh, to get that grant money, which is fantastic. Um, to learn more about that, if you just go to connectingdirectors.com, you'll be able to find the press release there and a link directly to where you can apply to get that grant money, which, I mean, to see if the foundation really, in the course of just a few weeks, be able to get enough money donated, uh, homesteaders, it, life company donated 100,000. 100, I believe NFDA put in 250,000. So uh, it's, it's pretty phenomenal to see the profession rally together. And now funeral homes and, and companies in the death care space that are serving um, it, those COVID-19 families and that have been affected by this can now apply to get that grant money, which is fantastic. Yeah, I keep reading reports. Uh, believe it or not, we'll talk about Facebook here shortly, but it's a great communication tool for funeral directors. And uh, it's not slowing up much uh, in New York and Detroit. Uh, bless their hearts up there. They are overrun yeah. as well. So it's uh, we're nowhere near out of the woods. I know that we're talking about and looking to get back to normalcy, but I don't think normalcy will be ever what it was before. No, you know, Jeff, I uh, listened to a sermon this weekend that talked about, you know, the phrase of getting back to normal, um, but this really pivoted and said looking forward to normal uh, and what that, you know, we don't know what normal is going to be, but it's not going to be what it was, that's for sure. 
No, no, it's completely different. And, you know, interestingly, just for me and my own personal thoughts, uh, we have masks when we go out. My wife's in the uh, medical profession. Uh, they're overrun. They've changed procedures significantly. And I think we'll see those same procedures and ops change for funerals and funeral homes. I mean, we've, as you said, we've leaped now into the 20th century. Lord knows what's going to happen for the 21st. But the bottom line is, I don't think the new, it'll be a new normal. And that is yet to be defined. Yeah, it's interesting. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of innovation, too, which has been great in the profession, which is going to keep us from going backwards into what normal was in terms of live streaming and virtual arrangements. And I talked with a live streaming company this morning that has uh, rolled out a new software update that allows a funeral home to simulcast two different funeral services live streaming at the same time. Um, live chat feature built into the web stream so those watching can communicate without interrupting the live stream. There's just, just a lot of things happening. Um, and, and with the advancements of Zoom, Google Hangouts, Facebook Live, and then other companies in the space that have arrangement, online arrangement tools, um, it's been interesting to see how quickly companies have been able to pivot that didn't have online arrangement tools and realizing like, hey, if this is happening and more families are planning virtually with a funeral home and we don't have our products or tools into that system, then we're not part of the conversation. So adapting how their, their products and how their systems are, are displayed to the family, you know, it's been really interesting. You and I both um, have kind of been given a platform through this where we get a lot of opportunity to consult with funeral directors and, and companies getting into the space, companies developing new products, changing products, and, and really being able to see how the innovation has just sped up dramatically through this. Um, you know, I, I hope we don't go back to normal because I think normal would be taking a step backwards uh, my good friend Walker Posey and I did a, a, a Zoom call a couple of weeks ago that we recorded where we just talked about technology. And he said, look, I'm having the opportunity to serve more families that traditionally would not have come to us because they just didn't want to come into a funeral home. He said, people right. have that, you know, uneasiness about this, yeah, just walking in the door. And now technology is allowing us to serve those families we wouldn't have served otherwise. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. And, you know, speaking of technology, you've got a seminar on Wednesday that uh, we'll make sure folks know about, but you posted something pretty cool today on connecting directors about Facebook and pre-need marketing. Um, mm -hmm. It's not the time, folks, to back off your marketing now. It's time to yeah. put your foot down on the, uh, the accelerator because using Facebook, uh, I know there's some stats out, you probably know them, but I saw some recently where, the use of Facebook has exponentially grown during this COVID crisis and people are yes. getting their information there. And you just said it, you know, Walker is a prime example that he's made relationships because of technology. Well, right. you know what? Facebook's a way to do that. And yeah. um, interestingly enough, most folks, you have it inside your article and NFDA posted it. Most people don't shop a bunch of funeral homes. They might go from one local to another but two at max and generally they're they're not shopping about price so right. you know getting to know your community at this time when you would think it's impossible could be the advantage for a lot of funeral homes isn't that the gist of your article 
A hundred percent. Why Facebook makes sense for pre-planning and, you know, funeral home marketing can't stop just because we're in the midst of a pandemic and, and the, the business aspect, yes, we're serving and we're here, but the business side of things has to keep moving forward. And so that, that stat that you're referring to 35% increase in North America of the use of social media since the middle of March, I believe it was March 11th, when uh, this was considered a worldwide pandemic. So since that, there has been a 35% increase in the usage of social media, which already was 75% of consumers over the age of 45 were daily active users of Facebook. So now you, you increase that 35%. So just through our clients, uh, we've seen a 13% increase in engagement with funeral home content. So the consumer is engaging more with funeral homes in this time period. And I think that will continue going forward. And there's been a 26% increase in the amount of private messages sent to funeral homes. So, you know, the consumer is opting for this way of communication and funeral homes that are embracing it and establishing a, a strategy. This is, look, if you were in, in the bucket of people that, yes, we have a funeral home and we automate and pay for some of this generic content, you have been left behind because you have not been able to pivot quick enough to address the concern and the topics at hand in real time. So um, that is not an excuse anymore. The opportunity to engage consumers in real time is, is valuable. And that article you're referring to, Jeff, that we posted this morning is really why Facebook makes sense for pre-need. And number one, Facebook is a relationship building tool. It's the reason that it exists is to connect consumers. And this is a 100% opt-in on the consumer's end. No one's making them engage with your funeral home. So it's voluntary, it establishes a relationship and you've got the ability to then control that conversation. And this is the time to do it. Um, you know, I've had funeral homes tell me like, look, if it was not taboo and I could walk through a receiving line and pitch pre-need to every person waiting, we would sell more pre-need than ever. Well, guess what? This is like the virtual receiving line right now because families are in the midst of talking about their own demise more now so than ever. And funeral homes need to have the platforms available to be a part of that conversation. And pre-need has to be there as well. This is not the time to pump the brakes and pull back. Now, it's, it's interesting. I had a thought uh, as you started there that death has come to the forefront. Mortality has come to the forefront in our nation. I mean, we didn't report deaths before. The last time I remember talking about deaths uh, on a, a consistent manner in the news was during uh, Iraqi freedom and yeah. some of the wars that we had. You know, obviously, we would do that when we would have some sort of terrible engagement where somebody killed um, a mass shooting, but this is an ongoing daily reporting of deaths and people are really paying attention to what those are in their, their communities and the people that are sick. Um, fascinating still, um, the CDC, we're still down in deaths nationally, uh, eight to 10%. Mm -hmm. And so they can't see that in New York. They certainly can't see it, you know, in Detroit, some of the other folks, places where there's um, you know, high impact from the COVID-19. However, I've also seen on some of the Facebook threads I've been privy to that they aren't doing any business in certain areas of the country that, that's really slowed down. So, you know, bottom line is we're talking about mortality nationally. It's on the news every night. 
And by not engaging with your clients or your prospective customers or people in your community, you're just going to miss out because everybody's talking about death right now. Absolutely. And, th and there's a wrong way and a right way to have that conversation as well. And that, that's a, there's a fine line and you got to have the right tactics to be able to uh, have those conversations in a tasteful manner. Um, you know, it, it's been wild. Like our, our price, my funeral tool, pricemyfuneral.com has just gone bonkers um, since this because the consumer wants, they're gathering that information and funeral homes that are making that available for the consumer to be able to customize and, and build their own cost estimation of a funeral online are, are winning. So um, technology, 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 and there's a tools that, that make this easier for funeral homes and make it a far better experience for the consumer. And the faster that you embrace those things now, the better setup you're gonna be for the future. There's firms that are gonna not come out of this and they won't be able to come back from the, the position behind the eight ball that they put themselves in by being so slow to adapt. And then there's funeral homes that are gonna come through this and it's gonna be an amazing future because they were able to, to be nimble and quick and move and adapt and pivot when they needed to. That's it. Well, you, you couldn't have said it better there. In fact, uh, your webinar is gonna be, <laughs> excuse me, Smart and Empathetic Marketing for Funeral Homes and Cemeteries. Yeah. Uh, this Wednesday, the 22nd at 1 p.m. Eastern. So we'll make sure and flash that up here and uh, look on Connecting Directors in order to uh, sign in to, to watch that. Well, yes. it's about time. I've got to uh, get back to uh, my work here. You know, I dress a little more festive today just because, you know, there ain't no sunshine. We got to make the sunshine happen if it's not out. That's right. That's right. That's right. And we can't forget about our good friends at Plotbox that are uh, – powering this along with CNJ and uh, you know a very interesting business there where the cemeteries that have partnered with Plotbox are winning right now because of the virtualness of, of arrangements and picking plots and, and Plotbox makes that Plotbox makes that insanely easy so um, make sure you go back Oh, probably about seven weeks ago now that we had uh, Sean and Leona on and, and mm -hmm. talked with them uh, uh, about Plotbox and, and the great things that they're doing there. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's just not the funeral home that's having issues. You know, it's certainly right. the cemeteries are dealing with the same thing. All right, buddy. So uh, we'll get together next week. We have a few things we'll put up next week that are exciting. Some new things that we just can't talk about yet because that's they're right. not public. That's a great part about being here with Funeral Nation and this platform is we're privy to a lot of information and folks are saying, hey, this is coming out the next couple of weeks. I'm like, wow. So uh, once again, we'll be the, the forebearer of, uh, hey, y'all look at this. Got that right. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you for the work that you're doing and uh, how uh, CNJ is, is really helping funeral homes navigate financially through this time period, which is probably, I would say, I mean, this is the most volatile position funeral homes have been in uh, probably in, in, in our lifetime. Yeah. And what we're seeing is a significant increase of families using life insurance to pay for the funerals because guess what? Um, things are kind of tough out here for a lot of people. So uh, if you're a funeral home and you don't have an insurance assignment company, reach out to me. We need to talk. I can help you. Doesn't cost you or your firm a thing and you get your money a lot faster. So anyway, so much for the commercial. Uh, I'll see you next week. Okay, brother. Appreciate right. it, Commander. Until Out next here. week, have a great effing week.